Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Boogie Broadcast, number six. Lucky number six. Well, we had a great weekend. Uh, enjoyed it in Louisiana. Something special about us Louisiana people, we like crawfish. We do. We like crawfish. Isn't that right, Cy? That's right. <laughs> we do. We love crawfish. <laughs> Hey, everybody. That's my buddy Cy over there vaping. If you guys heard a little crickety-crackety-crackling, that's my boy over there. He's also, you're also one of the, <laughs> that's also him breathing really hard. I love it. Keep it going. I love it. I'm muted. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I can hear you. What? I can hear you. Yeah, but <laughs> so the mute doesn't work. Oh, only I can hear you. Can they not hear you right now? No. So I'm talking to myself, essentially. Wow. That's hilarious. I love it. That's so good. Yeah, so uh, why don't you go ahead and unmute yourself, because I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. Hey, everybody. Say hi. Sai. Sai. Sai's in the background, working my electronics for me this time. So we had a good crawfish boil. Uh, I actually boiled it solely on my own mm-hmm. with zero help from anyone whatsoever. You did a good job. I did. Yep. I pr- I won first prize, which was free crawfish for laugh. For laugh? I enjoyed it too. I already ate all of it. So, Sai, tell us how you enjoyed uh, or what you did for your, your crawfish boil and uh, things like that. Because I think a lot of people don't understand that crawfish is kind of like America's hamburgers is Louisiana's crawfish. Yeah. Don't, when you think? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Iconic, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. People, uh, there's a season for it. You know, people look forward to crawfish yeah. like they look forward to summer, um, I believe. Um, a lot goes into it, man. I think the day before, I mean, at least the way that the way that I boil the crawfish. Right. The day before, uh, we prepped from, um, I think, like 3 o'clock to... And we had to make some runs and whatnot, but what's prepping? Though? Prepping, we have some secrets that I won't <clears throat> talk about, but uh, I'll tell them later. So, uh, prepping, you know, the recipe, get everything ready. That way, you're not doing all of it during the cook off the next day. Uh, we started at three o'clock p.m. Mm-hmm, finished mm-hmm. at three o'clock a.m. Twelve hour prep time. Wow, man! Yeah, it was a lot, uh, and we, you know, it, there was a lot. There was a lot of making, having to make runs. Uh, my buddy Andrew, which was a huge, uh, couldn't have done it without him. Andrew Gilliatt, shout out. Um, he uh, he had to make a run to Abita Springs, kind of in the middle of it. That took a big chunk out, so I was doing yeah. a lot of it by myself. Uh, I had somebody come over and help for a little bit, but uh, other than that. Um, yeah, it was a lot of work. So essentially, you know, prep time is really important. Yeah, man. It 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 um it determines the quality. You know how much time you spend, just like anything, you know, how much time you spend preparing for it uh determines the quality. Yeah, man, grew up in a body shop. Basically, that's all it was. Yeah. You know, it's like 85-90% prep time, and then you have that one day where your final product finally comes out. And then there it is, uh, bodybuilding the same way. My buddy James Jones, who's a competitor, you know, you prep for years with that stuff. And you have these moments. You finally become, I wouldn't say your final form, but you finally become 
in a way, your best you've ever been. And hopefully that the best you've ever been is the best to win first place. So that's what kind of what you said to me is you said, or a lot of people said, I said it. That's the best crawfish I think I've ever had that you actually made. Mm-hmm. And I think that you finally became your, uh, your, your best version of yourself in that crawfish boil. And um, you did really, really good. It's your Thank first you. time competing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. First time. First time. I mean, uh, I've you been went wa- that far. I, yeah, I've been wanting to do that since, you know, I, I don't know. People love to do all kinds of things. Yeah. I love to boil crawfish. We all need hobbies. I've always said that. Yeah. Always said that. We all need hobbies. This is becoming a nice hobby I'm doing right here. I'm really enjoying this. I really am. Prep time also, like with this, you know, you have to figure out what to talk about. A lot of times, I mean, right, right now I don't have any notes or anything, but, you know, the lights, the camera, the action whole nine yards you know what i mean so i think what i would like to talk about today is is conditioning and prepping uh yourself what i had a conversation today with a lady that was in informing me on how many vitamins she takes a day she said like 20 something so this lady was told in, in 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 a way to prep herself that this is how you do this you know now misguidance is also another really big thing where someone's misguided in an aspect of you're supposed to do this. And if you don't do this, this is the repercussion. You take your, these vitamins or this happens or whatever, you know, um, a lot of it has to do with diet too, which is what I kind of, kind of talked to the lady about. I don't have the best diet. I really try to be aware of it. I think everyone should at least do that much. I don't eat a lot of bread. I do my best to Drink as much water as possible, but I do drink like Red Bulls and things like that, which are horrible for you. Have good stuff in them, but obviously they don't, you know, weigh each other out. But uh, I thought it was interesting. This lady's 68 years old, and uh, she listened to me today when I talked to her a little bit about some uh, mushroom extract and things like that I was t- informing her about because she had some questions. And uh, it was interesting to listen to her being that receptive to me. She's 68 years old. Here I am, 26, you know, she's three times my age, and I'm thinking to myself, wow, I'm this is amazing that someone's actually able to, like, like hear what I have to tell them, you know, and it was really neat today, and uh, she listened to what I had to say, and she she took it. She took, she took what I had to say with her, and uh, she was informing me about how she has to, when she wakes up in the morning, preps her vitamins and things like that. It's really important for us to for us to prep for things in life, we always have to continually do th- do that differently, though. So it's not like the same. Every day is not the same day. Every day is not the same day. Each day is good and bad. Another lady today told me how she actually kind of asked me, "If you if you get asked a question, I hope you realize that you actually have an opportunity to be a good testimony to somebody." The lady asked me today, she's like, you ever just had one of those really bad days? You ever just had one of those days? Now you have an opportunity to help somebody do something different in their day. They have a bad day. They're being transparent with you. They're allowing you to see into their lives. There's a golden opportunity. Take advantage of that opportunity. You have a good moment right there. And so what I kind of uh, told her, I was like, you know, yeah, I have been there, but Hey, these are the things that have been helping me out. What's been helping me out is meditation, breathing techniques, quiet time, embracing silence. This podcast has really helped me out a lot. 
communicating with other people more openly and transparently without uh, labels, you know, without me putting something on someone. I used to, I, I used to, a uh, 10, 10, eight to 10 years ago, uh, that Seth was a different version than what he is now. I try to be a better version of what I was then. But if you strip, strip the labels off of it, here's a lady who is basically asking for help without actually saying it. You have a great opportunity when this happens. Every day you have the opportunity to be a blessing to somebody. Every single day you are given that opportunity. Take advantage of it. You have the power to potentially make someone's day go the opposite direction, good or bad. In this case, it was a good good way. And, and, and I was telling her, I said, um, you know, when I have bad days, I try to make sure I, I maybe talk to the person who I most care about or who is potentially in uh, an expert in that field that maybe I had a bad time in. Uh, what I mean by that is if, you know, it, if I had a rough time at the DMV, I might call somebody who I remembered had a rough time at the DMV and or whatever, you know, relatable stories. You really can seek, it, this lady was seeking out help and what she got was my version of the way I overcome a bad day or a sad uh, moment in my life or something like that. And and humor is also a great thing to do when it comes to that. Laughter is the best medicine. I believe that laughter is a medicine to allow you to momentarily forget all the bad things that are going on in your life. You know, a three, five-second laugh, it's euphoric. It releases that epinephrine. It allows us to become in another state of consciousness where we where we we just for those split seconds for that split moment we are relieved of all of our stress and all of our worries and that's what laughter is laughter is a a, a moment of release a moment of peace and if you had the opportunity to give someone that absolutely take advantage of it a lot of comedians would tell you that a lot of times they might say a joke or something and that joke might be offensive or they might, uh, what they call, um, uh, they might, uh, what's it called, Cy, when a comedian isn't able to produce a laugh? What do they call that? You know, like when a when a comedian, uh, not busts, what is it called? Uh, what, like uh, writer's block or something? No, like no, that? no, like like a comedian is up on stage. Like, like okay, I'm, I'm, I'm up on stage. And when they, when they. Bomb. Bomb. That's yeah. it. Yes. You might have an opportunity to make someone laugh. However, you might turn around and then bomb. And doesn't matter. Seize that opportunity. Bombing is a good way to grow as well. So so this lady asked me, you know, truthfully, she asked me what I do for depression. And I said, I've, I've never al- allowed myself to fall into depression. However, I do believe that a lot of people don't self inflict depression in their lives however i do believe that uh mental health here it is i believe that mental health and physical health is the gateway out of depression if you allow yourself to sulk in your self-pity or in the trials or the tribulations or the tragedy that happened in your life you are solely responsible for that you're not res- you are not responsible for the tragedy that took place, but you're responsible for the state that you're in. So you're able to pull yourself out of it. So realize that 
you have the opportunity to pull yourself out of it. I mean, <clears throat> I've had really close family members that allowed themselves to sulk in, in, in depression and in help, in help as far as psychiatry goes, um, guidance, uh, friendship, family, um, conversations. People haven't been able to figure out the ways to pull themselves out, but mental health and physical health are a great thing. And this is what I told that lady. And I had two ladies today. One was 68. The other one might be around 50 years old. They were so receptive. And this is eye-opening. And this is fantastic. People are waking up. People are realizing that there's more things out there than just the average normal cure. This lady's taking 20 vitamins. Whenever I told her, you can get all those vitamins in this type of other supplement. Why are you taking 20 when you can take maybe five or six? And she was talking about... Uh, um, She's taking these vitamins to help her memory. And I said, we know, look, they have this mushroom extract that's called lion's mane that helps with that. People are so receptive today. And they wouldn't have been receptive if I were to be introverted today. If I chose to be an introvert today and did not allow myself to exuberate the knowledge, or I'm sorry, I say exuberate, might be the wrong terminology, but I chose to withhold that knowledge and that information from them, they may not have actually found their avenue for coming out of their depression or coming out of their, um, or, or following a new path. And today, I believe two ladies chose different paths that will better them because I allowed myself to be open. Please allow yourself to be open. You have went through things that people struggle with. You have. You have keys to doors people cannot open. And please share those keys. Share that key to depression. Share that key to that breakup. Share that key to that addiction. Please allow other people to see that there are avenues out of what they've struggled with for so long. So many people struggle and struggle. And they're told, well, you're just going to have to live with that. You know, oh, my shoulder always aches. Hey, you're just going to have to live with that. The doctor told me I'm just going to have to live with my shoulder aching. And then you turn around and you realize that someone who has a high red meat consumption diet figures out that that is an anti-inflammatory and they're taking CBD oil and it cured their joint pain. However, you might just think your whole life you're just going to struggle. Hey, look, allow yourself, if you know you can help someone, please allow yourself to actually do that. Take that step forward, and that comes with confidence. Man, we lack a lot of confidence. We are so out of it when it comes to having confidence. And there's nothing wrong with being confident. There's nothing wrong with being confident. Borderline between confident and cocky, but that's up to you to discern. And that's that's you that needs to do that. So please allow yourself to open up and, and be that person. I've I've known... So far, past few years, that this has helped me out the most and also staying faithful with what I believe as far as helping people and being my true self. It's a lot of work, a whole lot of work. And I, and Cy looks like he wants to say something. I mean, I don't want to interrupt you, but I have some breaking news. What's the breaking news, my guy? But finish, man. I want you to, oh, you're, you're on. Well, a don't you think that people who have confidence and who actually protrude it and show it to other people. Don't you think that's contagious? Yeah, I mean, 
Depends on what kind of confidence, I guess. I'm talking about the healthy confidence, man. The good I'm stuff, talking about man. the good. I, all I want to talk about is good stuff. Yeah, I think know? I think it is. I think people people self reflect when they see other people with that confidence. I know I do. It's a good way to put it. I do self reflection. When I see that, I'm like, man. I, I want to be that like, guy. I need to be like that. Yeah, not that guy. Just I want to be, because it would make me feel better doing that. It's true. Be your true self. Don't try to be someone else all day, every day. What kind of breaking news we got, though? <coughs> Sounds pretty heavy. You're over there grinning. I'm scared. Man, uh, I think you're I think you're going to enjoy this one. Let's hear it. Well, uh, I don't know where it went. It's on your phone somewhere, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, so a 69-year-old woman. Are you Are you off mute? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I am. Because I, I still hear you loud and clear. Yeah. A 69-year-old woman was Good arrested. Number. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was arrested at Disney World checkpoint for the possession of CBD oil. What are we doing? What are we doing? She was she was detained. What does it say if she was detained? She, okay. A 69-year-old woman. This is from um foxnews.com was posted 5 hours ago. Oh, um, 69-year-old woman was arrested at Disney World checkpoint when an Orange County deputy found CBD oil in her purse. Then, 69-year-old woman then spent 12 hours behind bars for being and being released on a $2,000 bond. A $2,000 bond for having CBD oil, which most CBD oil retains no THC, which is the, which is the chemical that gets you high. So this lady has an anti-inflammatory in her purse and gets detained by a dumb judicial system. A great-grandmother from North Carolina began using CBD oil for her arthritis after her doctor recommended it. Okay. Good for the doctor. She even had a note from the medical professional in her purse. Wow. Yeah. And I just carry around in my suitcase. I got it. I got it laying right there in that suitcase right there. Yeah. That's Arrested. crazy. Yeah, 69 years old. Look, um, well, I'm going to talk about it a little bit, but look this up. Look up those Louisiana stores that got um, confiscated whenever they went in there. Look that up while I talk about this. So here we have, here we have this, this divided country, which makes me sick. We label ourselves Democrats and Republicans and independents and conservatives and liberals we're so worried about all this stuff that when it comes to actual medicine that has been on this earth since the beginning of time, since plants have grown, we have had hemp. And hemp produces medicine. Hallucinogenics also produce medicine for mental health. We have all these things that produce great benefits. And yet we're so freaking worried about writing that ticket for that arrest to fund a state which pockets Big politics and big pharma. We're so worried about this that big farm. This is hemp. Hemp is essentially the greatest plant that has ever grown. Period. Hemp was used in Henry Ford's Model A trunk lid and lasted for ever for so long. Hemp's were also used in clothes. That's why. That's why you see like old clothes made out of hemp. They still look fine. It's a great fiber. On top of all that, we have the CBD oil. Excuse me. We have the CBD oil. CBD oil is extracted from the leaf. 
It has virtually no THC, and some has zero THC. It does not get you high, people. This is not a drug. This is a organic natural medicine that does not alter your state of consciousness unless you get the type of THC in it, which I would guess 80 to 90% of all CBD oil has no THC in it. The stuff that we buy here in Mississippi has no THC in it. However, if you go 60 miles that way, um, it's not 60 miles, that's where Hammond, you know, anyway, you go like 20, 30 miles that direction, go west, you cross that state line, if you have CBD on you, potentially you can have a felony, you guarantee to get arrested and to have a charge where you have to pay a fine, such as a 69-year-old grandmother did. When she has, poor thing probably has arthritis, can barely open and close her hands, has a natural medicine that benefits her and harms no one else. Victimless crimes. I'm so sick of hearing about victimless crimes. People spending 25 years in jail because they had a joint on them. Whenever we let people go for, for murder and we let people go for involuntary manslaughter, we let people go for gang charges, we let people... We set these super high bail bonds and for on on celebrities that that do these wrong things and they pay them and the next thing you know oh they paid the fine they don't have to serve any jail time whatever it blows my mind that medicine is a crime and it's it's unfathomable to believe that this CBD oil is taboo get your mind right CBD oil is not a taboo it is a medicine naturally grown from the ground. Same thing for mushrooms. If you take mushrooms to get high, you probably need to stop doing that. But if you're taking mushrooms like uh, turkey's tail to help with your immune system or lion's mane to help with your mental health, keep it up, man. Those things are good for you. And if you take mushrooms for hallucinogenic because you're trying to open up your mind and rethink your life, you may do it once or twice a year, hey, man, if you're not hurting nobody, keep it up. Keep bet- If that's how you better yourself, you know, and if... If you're doing something to better yourself or to help yourself not feel as much pain and agony and it's not affecting someone else, by all means, try it. See if it helps you. Did you find anything on that uh, Louisiana stuff? Yeah, man. I actually I didn't know about this. I actually, I heard about this place when it opened in Lafayette. Well, it was like a two-week time frame almost where like the state, here's my thing, the state issues the license and then the state comes in and confiscates all their crap, and then the owners get arrested. What does it, what does it say? What does the report say? Uh, Lafayette CBD shop owner was arrested and his merchandise seized less than a week after his CBD and hemp. Dude, I remember hearing about that. I was like, man. Oh, my goodness. I was like, man, that's gonna be, that guy's going to be – that's a good idea. And he was like – he had all these goals in mind and stuff I was reading on his website. Probably was out to help a lot of people. Yeah. Because yeah. he understands the medical properties of yeah, it. Yeah, he, he had a whole – like he, he – he had it whole. He had it all figured out. Uh, it says that he was arrested after a traffic stop Wednesday night. Deputies with the LPSO executed a search warrant on his storefront, seizing CBD oil, CBD infused gummies, and other edible products, and two handguns from his vehicle and store, among other items. He was booked on 17 charges. 17 charges. Including felony ca- accounts for possession of a firearm in the presence of a controlled dangerous substance. So they're calling it a controlled dangerous substance now? What? That's what they're calling CBD? Let me tell you something about Louisiana. 
Louisiana makes so much money off of drug trade, off of the I-12, I-55 split, and also other areas, that if they legalized CBD and marijuana, they would lose hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars worth of revenue from ticket charges. That is why they do what they do. It has nothing to do. CBD is not a controlled substance. We all know this. And if you don't know this and you don't believe me, it's worth a Google. So that's, this is my thing. The state, Louisiana state decided that that drug is wrong. California decided that that drug, you can use it recreationally. A lot of them actually just smoke just to smoke. A lot of people, I'm not about that life. I'm about the medical properties of it. However, CBD oil and marijuana. If I had a side, give me that thing out of there. You see it in there? It's like a it's like a small little uh, canister, like a pipit. Yeah, that's it. So this right here. Let me read this to you guys. Okay, this is or please pay attention. Organically grown U.S. hemp extract. Right here in front of the label it says zero THC. THC is a drug that gets you high. Okay, you could call it the hallucinogenic property, whatever. I don't care what you call it. Okay, this has all the good, none of the high, okay? It has uh, MCT THC-free hemp extract, but it is cannabis. And so what Louisiana is doing is, I'm going to put this here front center. What Louisiana is doing is they're allowing individuals who have an anti-inflammatory to pay them money that they so desperately need to rebuild their roads, which are the worst roads in the world, to pay their corrupted cops. There's a corrupted cop story about a guy who was seizing, uh, I think it was meth, or it might have been weed, and then reselling it. Millions of cases of this. Internal affairs. I'm sure internal affairs in Louisiana works overtime. This is all speculation. This is not fact. I don't know. But I do know that this stuff right here is... Straight from the ground. From God himself made this plant for us to use, I believe 100%. And for a whole state to rid this of people who are suffering, who are stuck taking those antiseptamines and those methamphetamines and those opiums, for you to take this from them, shame on you. You are ruining people's lives by taking a natural product and letting them go to Big Pharma and factory produce all of these wicked and horrible addictive drugs that are ruining people's lives and putting people in an early grave. Shame on you, Louisiana government, for your incompetence and your ignorance and your stupidity. You know, you all right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, you realize that I'm going to do it right. I'm going to do it in the camera right now. I'm going to take some of this. You realize that um, it's that's been around for a, a while. I remember when I when I first started using the uh, the the vaporizer a um, long time ago. They had the cookies, the, the CBD cookies, and it never was an issue. Mm-hmm. It was known, yeah. There's yeah. these places have these CBD cookies, mm-hmm. and then. Um, gas stations started selling them right and then everybody started selling them yeah and then people were opening up businesses solely for for 
to to produce to sell. There's one eight miles from here called Your yeah. CBD Store, which yeah. is actually where I bought this. Shout out to Your CBD Store. Um, and notice it it only became a problem whenever they started making money off of it. That's right. Yeah. And that's such a good point, dude. It really is. That's a great point, Sai. The it became a problem when companies and and people started making money off of it, and then the government, this this state government, the state government decided that it was taboo. Please, someone tell me why the government's decision-making is so important for us. Why? Why is it up to the government to decide what is right and what is wrong? Should that be on your moral compass? We all know murder is wrong. Please, someone tell me what is wrong with this. Someone somewhere explain to me why CBD is bad. You think it's a gateway drug? It has no addictive properties. It's an anti-inflammatory. That's like saying Advil is addictive because you get a headache. Well, as soon as you get a headache, you go straight to Advil. Well, as soon as you get depressed, you go straight to weed. Are you kidding me? It's medicine. That's all this is, and it's natural medicine. This is less violent than coffee is. Same thing with the kratom plant. Kratom was, I believe, also banned from Louisiana. I could be mistaken. But there's a kratom store here in Mississippi, and I'm so proud of this state, Mississippi, for opening up their eyes and realizing if you open up CBD stores, you have tax revenue coming from that, from the sales that the CBD store makes. So you actually potentially, for the long run, instead of making a big chunk here for that fine of $2,000 for that 69-year-old grandmother, if you legalize the CBD distribution and if you legalize drugs in general for uh, dispensary purposes, you realize how much money the state would make off of state tax? Florida, you should reinstitutionalize your state tax. Maybe you're, maybe you're, you're, you, you need to do that instead of detaining these poor women, this poor woman who simply had arthritis and is taking CBD oil for it. I mean, come on. On, It doesn't take a rocket scientist to realize that if a state legalizes something, that they're going to make tax money off of it. Colorado and California are, are, are super uh, wealthy off of the tax revenue from hemp in general. Sai, if they're, if they're doing the CBD oil thing, you realize that they should be taking the lotions and stuff off the shelves at Walmart and CVS too. The hemp lotions? I think they'll I think they'll eventually get there. I think they're just trying to break the walls of it. I think what's going on right now is all these states are legalizing it and Louisiana is scared, so they're trying to get as much money as possible now before two thirds of the United States decide to pass it and then it becomes federally legal. Because right now, if I had a joint on me and I'm in California and a federal agent decides to arrest me, he still has the authority to do that. However, it's only inevitable that it actually happens federally, and then all this can be used anywhere. Because now, now I'm speculating, but Louisiana might be sweating bullets, realizing that oh man, one day we might not have this kind of money coming in off these arrests and off these fines. But this this is what's crazy: the state issued the license for him to open up his business. Mm-hmm. There was three accounts of this. Yeah. And they, and they all three had state license. So that's my confusion. Why would a state, dumb state at that, there's not dumb people in that state. It's just the way it's governed. It's the way all of us are governed. Most of us are governed. You know, we're supposed to be a free country, man. We're supposed to have 
votes. We're supposed to be a democracy. We're supposed to be, be the greatest country on the earth. But yet we just stay so close-minded when it comes to innovation and, and new things. However, this is not new. This was like criminalized back in the, what was it, the 30s or 40s. Because the government's not able to get their hands on it. Shame on them, man. Good Lord, have mercy. I cannot believe that essentially this is Tylenol. Is illegal in Louisiana. 20 miles that way. Across the state line, I'd go to jail if I had this on me. It's crazy, man. It's un- it's unreal. It's unreal. But I'm trying to talk about good things. I'm trying to talk about happy things. So my mom uses CBD oil. And my dad uses CBD oil. And my mom also uses a plant called Kratom. Or Kratom. Depends on how you want to pronounce it. Which is of the coffee plant. Which acts as if it's an opium. But however, it is not an opium. It attaches to your opium receptors. And neutralizes a lot of your nerve ending problems that you're having. So if you have chronic back pain or chronic leg pain or nerve pains. And you're taking Kratom. It actually works as if it is an opium. However, it is not. Which is mind-blowing. That here we again go, another plant on this earth that allows you to have relief from pain. Also, pressure points are another good way of relieving yourself from pain. Meditation, breathing techniques, things like that. Oh, I just can't, I I have, I can't get this, this frustration out of me at this very moment of the sheer ignorance and stupidity of them doing that to those poor business owners. That, obviously, that guy sounded like he had some goodness in his heart to want to help people, and yet you don't, like, you're not allowed to anymore? Like, we're not allowed to help each other? Not if it's a million-dollar business, I guess. It's, 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 It's more than likely that. It's also about the arrests and all that stuff. And then private prisons and other prisons actually make money off of having prisoners. So, I mean, it's all win-win-win when it comes to government and state government. It's all win-win-win for them. They hardly ever lose. Unless a cop does something wrong or a fireman or, or something does something wrong and then a family might sue the city or something but or the state. But, you know, here we go. I support and respect all law enforcement. Without them, our country would run amok as if we were animals in a, in a, in a, um, just like a martial law status. And without them, we, I wouldn't feel safe. I really wouldn't. I feel safe when I see an officer and I, and I respect officers when they do their job. However, I'd have a hard time doing my job if I knew something was wrong. And this CBD thing is wrong. It's wrong. Just because your state says that this is a criminal drug, that would probably stand up to it. I would have a hard time arresting somebody for having some anti-inflammatory medicine on them. That's just me. However, I respect all cops. I have a couple of friends that are cops. And... They work really hard. They have a dangerous job. They have one of the hardest jobs. Y'all really do. Y'all have one of the hardest jobs out there. And uh, I respect y'all for that. And I appreciate all of you out there. I appreciate all you officers doing all you can for us civilians and doing your very best to protect us. And I thank you for that. However, Louisiana, y'all 
Y'all gotta get your stuff together, man. Y'all are y'all are acting like liberals and y'all acting like Democrats and y'all acting like Republicans and y'all acting like conservatives. Rip your labels off, view world without blinders, and just get with the program. Uh speaking of um you know, the that uh that uh THC mm-hmm. <clears throat> a man quote unquote this is true love by the way this is an example of true love okay let's hear it keep it in mind a man quote unquote high as a kite <laughs> tries to steal monkey from zoo for a girlfriend whoa yeah that is true love my guy yeah man that dude's out there trying to scrape up some monkey for his other monkey huh <laughs> Right? That's right. Man. Dude, do you what kind of monkey was it? Does it say? It's a, a squirrel monkey. It Okay, squirrel monkeys. Got to be dangerous. Don't they have teeth? I mean, duh. Oh, well, fangs is what I meant to say. I have no idea. Dude, could you a squirrel monkey just in that in general? If a squirrel and a monkey came together and made something. Okay, got a monkey, got a squirrel, squirrel monkey. Okay, you're you're talking about the dangers of taking a monkey when it has full intent of not being taken that day. Here you are trying to snatch this dude up, and this guy is going into straight defense mode. He doesn't have firearms. He doesn't have knives. He doesn't have nothing. You know what he has? He has poo to fling and fangs to bite with. True love, he put himself in harm's way for his woman. Kudos to that guy, man. Kudos, man. What cojones does that guy have to do something crazy like that? You talk about a monkey? Monkey. A, man. Z- a, z- an, a zoo monkey. Nothing is more disturbing than a monkey walking upright like a human and just launching after you. Remember that monkey? who That, that chimpanzee. Sorry for you guys out there that there's a difference. Uh, that chimpanzee that the lady... Tried, didn't want to give it sweet tea and it threw an attitude, busted out of his cage and tried to rip her apart and it killed her friend. No. There's that 911 call like that and it's super intense. Trying to look it up. Man. Look, I it, I, I don't want to listen to it because it's disturbing. Oh, okay. I won't play it, it then. It freaks me out because never heard that. the sheer brute strength of this chimp, I'm just busting out some freestyles like my boy uh, Chris Delia. Are you doing the napkins? Uh, if if you take that chimpanzee and you put him in a room with you, I would fake dead. But not only does that not that doesn't stop him, he's still gonna try to rip me apart. But now you have a smaller version of this guy going out there, just trying to get a monkey for his girl. I'm pretty sure she would have much rathered some roses, yeah, some red roses, man, or white roses, whichever one mean like bay. I straight up love you. I straight up love you more than anything. And nothing shows that better than a spider monkey. Nothing shows love better than a spider monkey. Said no one ever. Flowers, man. Gestures. Hey, he was just doing the best he could, though. But I guarantee you would have gave that uh, monkey some of that uh, that good good that guy was smoking. He probably would have been super chill, too. He might have made a good pet. They would have had a good time on the way home. Dude, they would have they hotboxed his scion for sure. Yeah, that monkey... His, he had a scion? We all know people who take monkeys that drive scions. Yeah. What kind of... Is there a specific scion? You know what scion he drives. Hmm, do I? An XB. 
XB. Yeah. Hot box. He has to have the cage in the back and the squareness for the hot box. I don't think he had a cage. I think he I think he went in there. You think that money that monkey put his seatbelt on when he sat in the passenger seat? Um He's like, Wait, my guy, I'm conscious about this he stuff. He probably he probably sat in a car seat. He probably didn't want the cops to pull him over. Right? Yeah. So he put the monkey in the car seat, dressed him up like a little cheering. Mm-hmm. Correct? Am yeah. I right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Got him a little sailor's outfit. A little pacifier. Maybe shaved his face. <laughs> Make him look more human. Yeah. Because if you shave a monkey's face, they look... Just like you do. Just like anybody. No, you. Me? Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. You look like a monkey and you smell like one too. Mm, monkey see, monkey do. Man, that's some bravery though, for real. Just straight up snagging a monkey. I don't know if I could ever do that. I would pick up a... Oh, you know what I did today? I picked up a baby turtle in the middle of the road. I actually took video of it, too. Yeah. I picked up a, a baby turtle. Did I say monkey? I think I said monkey. No, you said turtle. I did? Yeah. I got monkey on the brain. Uh, I picked up this baby turtle. I was in the other lane driving the opposite direction, and I saw this little turtle, and I thought to myself, if I was that turtle... I would want someone to pick me up and bring me across the street. So I stopped, made a Yui, and I totally forgot there was traffic behind me. So, like, I pull out my phone to video it, and I instantly got embarrassed whenever I stopped and realized there were, like, three cars behind me. <laughs> so I acted like I didn't have the phone in my hand. Like, I, like, put it off to my side, like, in my pocket, like, playing pocket monkey. And uh, I saw this thing, and I picked it up, and I hurried up and dropped it over there. And I just so happened to make eye contact with, like, three of them. Three of the people behind me in the car, and they all were smiling. Oh, yeah? Yep. You made their day. Maybe so. I think so. Maybe that little girl sitting in the passenger seat was on her Snapchat and said, OMG, look at this guy causing traffic, saving a turtle. Hashtag hero. I didn't feel like a hero. I really just felt embarrassed. So I pulled back in my house and uh, waited for everybody to like pass me, and I went back on my, my drive that I was making. But I did feel good saving that turtle. The turtle's going to remember that. Yeah, you know what, though? Are turtles worth saving? Turtles lived to be 4,000 and, uh, what was it, 27 years no, old? 67. 67 4,067 years old. Yeah. And then turtles actually evolve into monkeys, and that's why that guy was trying to steal a monkey. Because he thought it was a turtle. Because his mom was a turtle, and his mom passed away. That's right. Yeah. And the squirrel he had also got yeah. a GED and moved out. That's what happened. Yeah. Man, that, I knew this story. I just forgot. They don't put that kind now. of stuff in the news, though. Obviously, they don't. No. Kid me? I had actually met this guy at uh, at a turtle farm. He was in the turtle. Like, he was inside of, uh, he was in the, um, the, the water that the turtles like to go in. He was in there swimming, um, like, and make and talking to the turtles and making turtle noises, and uh, anyway, wait, turtle noises. Yeah. What noise does a turtle make? <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that video is real or not. It was funny. When that I is real. It. I actually, that's a that's a real thing. That really is what they sound like when they're mating. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. That's what you sound like when you're mating. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's all I hear. Mm-hmm. Whenever, like, that's like whenever you're, you're like telling me your stories. Okay. 
<laughs> wow. I can't believe I had this this vindicating feeling about saving this turtle when I would do it for a dog in a heartbeat. They would categorize things like there's value in a dog's life, but there's little value in a turtle's life. Unless you talk to my mother-in-law, her turtle is her life. On a serious note, I think we all need to grow up with this CBD oil stuff, even with this marijuana stuff and this hallucinogenic stuff. Pay attention to what really matters. Each other, helping each other, sharing our stories, doing what's right, doing the other things for other individuals, and just having a happy life and sharing your happy life. I'm all about it, and I'm all about anything anyone has to say about this. Like, comment, share, do what you want to do. I'll try to have some conversations with you. And I just really think we all just need to open up, bring our guards down, be more receptive, throw some humor in your life, laugh a little bit, do something goofy once in a while, and that will help you stay genuine. I firmly believe that. I believe everyone out there has something to live for and something to do better with their lives. And please share yourself with other people. They'll appreciate it. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you. Thank you.